Welcome to the Young Adult Podcast, where we will be engaging in weekly conversations around the amazing, tough, fun, weird, but extremely important and defining season of your 20s, all while bringing you more of a biblical perspective. Our goal is to dive deeper into conversations that push you, challenge you, and hopefully inspire you to begin to walk in the fullness of who God created you to be, which we believe will make you the most effective for the kingdom of God. Let's jump into this week's episode. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Young Adult Podcast. My name is Connor, and I will be your host. Joining me, we got some new fam, and we got some OG fam in the building. Hey. <laughs> Give it up for Andrew Matrone. What's good? <laughs> it's been a while. Andrew Matrone in the building, and ladies and gentlemen, a new face, yet a familiar face. Milana Bakken is in the building. Hey. What's up, guys? What's up? Just <laughs> excited to be here. <laughs> hey, it's the new year. Yeah. January 3rd, I think, is the official release date. So this will be when people are potentially listening to this. Yeah. How are the holidays? The holidays are crazy. We, we were supposed to go home uh, for Christmas Day. Our whole family's going to fly out. And then my dad got COVID and Dang. half our family did. So we ended up. Spending two weeks sitting on our butts at home. <laughs> so it was it's, it's good, though. It's good to be with family, just relax and rest and breathe yeah. for a moment. So, yeah. Milana, how was, how was Christmas and the holidays? I feel like it came so quickly. Yes. I wasn't prepared. Normally we have, like, gifts wrapped and all this stuff. Jake and I it's gave true. each other our gifts and, like, their Amazon, like, boxes. <laughs> we're like, here you go. Uh, so you were, we you kind were of failed ordering this a year. gift at Christmas services at Red Rocks, I was. weren't you? It was so, it was late. We just kind of decided, we're like, how about we just wait until after yeah. the 25th to exchange gifts? I remember one year it was so bad. Me and Jerrica aren't great gift exchangers, but it was it was during the last Christmas Eve service, and I and she was singing. I ran over to Target. Oh, no. <laughs> she grabbed a bunch of stuff. It was the worst. Can't go wrong at Target, though. That's amazing. No. But I feel like this year, I feel like the weather's been so nice. Yes. That it hasn't felt nice. like holidays. So, like, I know. Sitting there drinking hot cocoa, watching a Christmas movie. I know. Doesn't well, it's seem 68 as, degrees. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't seem as fun. We did uh, Elf on the Shelf with, with Abram Aww. this year. How did that go? Dude, he loved it. Did he really? I always thought that it was kind of dorky. Yeah. But then you have a kid, and he wakes up every morning, like, waiting to see where Elf on the Shelf is. And, of What's course, his... me and Jericho, we're the worst. So half the mornings, <laughs> we forget to hide him. Oh, no. So he's running down. I'm like, Jericho, call Abe. And I'm, like, throwing Elf and, like, throwing him behind <laughs> something. What's your Elf's name? Do you have to have it? Isn't... Do you oh, not name it? What do you oh, tell dang. Abram his name is? Elf. <laughs> elf the elf. Do people name their elves? <laughs> yeah, everybody's names there's like Elvis. Oh. <laughs> now you know. Well, next year. Next you year. Name you'll Zach. get a different. <laughs> name is Zach. Zach's watching you. Yeah, <laughs> please. He already is. <laughs> well, guys, happy new year. We hope everybody who's listening had an amazing Christmas, amazing holiday season. I uh, hope that everybody enjoyed their non-alcoholic New Year's beverages <laughs> and brought in the new year New Year well. Yeah. Um, hey, we have some exciting things to announce on the podcast, especially for this upcoming year. Uh, first things first, we are kicking off the new year with a four-part mini-series on how to crush 2022 and maybe like how to set yourself up for some long-term growth for the rest of your life. Normally, we've been releasing a podcast every other week, every other Monday, and we'll still follow that format. 
But we decided in January we're going to go four weeks in a row, dropping the uh, first four Mondays in January. We are going to give you a podcast that is kind of like four keys, four perspectives, maybe four different mindsets to help you have the best 2022 possible. And I believe could actually give you a framework for growth as a person, um, not just having a great year, but maybe to help you form a great life. Mm. Um, So that is our first exciting announcement. But before we dive in, we have another exciting announcement. Um, So many exciting announcements. So many. (laughs) Tons. People can hardly probably contain themselves. (laughs) Our live studio audience is on the edge of their seat. On the edge of their seat right now. (laughs) Yeah. So the story of the podcast, I'm sure I've shared this multiple times. It was during the COVID lockdowns. We couldn't meet in person. And we were like, what can we do to like keep in touch with people? And so me, Andrew, and a girl named Whitney, who used to be a part of Young Adults, jumped on and started a podcast really just to kind of keep in touch during the COVID season. I I think we maybe thought hopefully this would last beyond, but I don't think it really had much plans beyond that. No. And then we thought we would go more than like three. No. Like no one's gonna <laughs> listen. So not a soul is gonna listen. Yeah. <laughs> and then um on Spotify alone, we we shared this information on our uh Christmas closing, end of year closing podcast. Just on Spotify, we had over twenty eight thousand individual listeners. Wow. That's awesome. Not consistently, not subscribers, but over twenty eight thousand people mm. had listened or at least started one of our podcasts, which is mind blowing. That's awesome. Because we used to make jokes about the six people that were listening, and <laughs> I honestly thought it might have been six people. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's been so much transition at our church, so much transition within young adults. Um, Andrew's doing a lot of. He has his hand in pretty much anything at Red Rocks, if we're being honest. <laughs> Whitney has. Um, gone on to do a bunch of different things at our church. And so there's kind of been a shifting role of different characters. But I'm excited to announce that the podcast has an official new co-host sitting in the room. You just met her a couple minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, one more time for Milana Bakken as our new podcast (laughs) co-host, official podcast. Yay. Co-host. Guys, Milana, you probably, if you've come to Young Adults in person, you're familiar with her. She's normally behind the scenes, but she's given some pretty great messages over the course of the past couple years. Um, But Milana, how long have you been a part of Young Adults? I have been here since 2018. 2018? when I first interned in the summer. You started as an intern under the tutelage of Matrone. Yeah. How was that? (laughs) Um, The best part of your life. (laughs) (laughs) It was great. It was great. We had fun. It was a good good time. Best best decision of my life to intern at Red Rock Church. There so. you go. Now, what do you do norm? Like, what's your? I know I continue to expand your role. <laughs> <laughs> a young adults, it feels like almost Ever weekly. Changing. But what what do you normally do here at YA? So I get to do our creative side of things. So like graphics, social media. Um, I get to produce this podcast. <laughs> And I um, also produce services on Thursday nights. So there you go. Super fun. Yeah, that's awesome. And she's been crushing it. And my wife and I, we've we've been kind of talking about the podcast. It's something that I think young adults, we really want to invest into. We see a lot of potential for it. Um, And I was like, man, I literally driving home the other night. I was like, Aaron, talk me out of the reasons why Milana shouldn't be the next co-host. <laughs> and Erin honestly was like, I can't think of any. Like yeah. she's she's a young professional. She gave her life to Jesus in college and and kind of is everything we hope for right. a young adult journey to be. Yeah. 
And so maybe in just a few minutes, Milana, in a couple minutes, share with people a little background story on Milana, how you came to know Jesus, and what eventually led you to church and, and doing this. Yeah. Um, I grew up here in good old Rad Arvad, Arvada, um, and then actually went out of state to college. Which college? <laughs> Milana's attended the, the about bo- 30 universities. Okay, I've attended two, but they like to give <laughs> me crap. Um, I started at Wyoming, was really lost, um, ended up transferring out to Oklahoma, Boomer Sooner. Which um, their football team just got blown up. Yeah, uh, but big time. It's heartbreaking. But hey, we're, we're going to have a, a few good years, except I feel like we're kind of checked out because we're about to go into the SEC, so... Yeah, Anyways, luck. yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> it's fine. Pray for the Sooners, you guys. But um, went out to Oklahoma, ended up moving in with four random roommates, just because I was so lost and I just had no idea what to do. Um, one of those roommates actually brought me to a church service, which was a college ministry on campus at the Union at Oklahoma, mm. and I gave my life to Jesus, and everything just sort of rapidly started changing after that. So I moved home. Because all my roommates were graduating, and I kind of was like, okay, I don't know what to do. So I was like, feel like God was telling me to move home. So I moved home, sort of Googled, quick Google search of, like, college ministry in Denver to try and find something like um, what I had out in Norman. And young adults popped up. And so <laughs> I remember I emailed. Thanks, Google. <laughs> yeah, little yeah. I appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks, Google search engine. But I emailed, and I was like, hey, is this like a Bible study? Can I, like, come? Can my friend and I come, or do we need to, like, bring anything? <laughs> so like, embarrassing. No. Yeah, they're like, no, just come. And we showed up, and there was, like, hundreds of young adults here. And I was like, oh, I'm so embarrassed that I emailed. You brought your Bible and your highlighter <laughs> and everything. <laughs> what book are we in tonight? <laughs> I had no idea what to expect, but I— remember from that moment on I was like Red Rocks is my home so I started volunteering coming to Young Adults every week and then shortly after that interned and then now I've been here ever since and Young Adults is the best place ever and I love it so let's go are you excited to be a (laughs) co-host of a world-renowned podcast (laughs) can't wait such an honor I remember just trying to set this up during COVID in your office yeah, <laughs> and being like, well, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. And now look what it's grown to. And we your, have our and own your husband room. works at Red Rocks? He does. My husband is A Swiss army knife, really. Yeah, he does it. He is too talented for its own, his own good. It's really you quite both frustrating. You both kind of are, though. It's quite frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could sing, though. That's the one thing. He's always trying to, like, teach me. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Let me be me. <laughs> I'm, like, too prideful. And you guys met during the internship. Yes, we did, Andrew. <laughs> did, did, did you date during the internship? Of course not. It is not allowed that interns can date each other yeah. during the internship. Yeah. So we did. I, we definitely. I won't speak to that. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely didn't date until the day after the internship. I'm sure. Uh-huh. I'm sure. They all say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody, give it up for Milana. We're so grateful to have her here and to be the new official co-host of the YA podcast. Come on. I think in the future we're going to have some maybe family reunions with Andrew and Whitney back because I would love to take a podcast for you just to kind of share what's going on in your life now with all the change and transition and all that good stuff. The people miss you. Yeah. I've gained 60 pounds. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It's been a dark, dark winter. We literally had to pull Andrew out of a McDonald's (laughs) play place. He got stuck in a slide and (laughs) they rolled me in here. That's why he's only on the podcast, because it's only audio. (laughs) Yeah. Uh 
Oh my gosh. No, but Andrew's Andrew's jumped in. So much leadership stuff. So much more speaking opportunity. Just I feel like if there is a part of Red Rocks that you're aware of or unaware of, Andrew has his hand in it in some <laughs> way, shape, or form. But we're gonna get him back. We're gonna get him back in the studio. He's gonna shed the the hypothetical weight and get back <laughs> and get back in the studio. But hey, for the next couple minutes. We want to kick off our New Year's series on four ways, four perspectives to really have the best 2022 possible and honestly give you a framework to really just challenge yourself throughout life. And so often in the new year, this is new year, new me, goals, New Year's resolutions, and everybody's familiar with the jokes around them. They last, what, a week, two weeks, whatever. Mm -hmm. Quick question. Have you guys ever faithfully done a New Year's resolution? Have you ever like stuck with one or what's like the longest one you've ever done? Not really. <laughs> I made it to May with no Dr. Pepper one time. Wow. But then. But how much did your your body thank you even just for those five <laughs> I months? I probably slept so much better. Oh, My yeah, skin 100%. was probably like amazing. Yeah, yeah. But Dr. Pepper and I have a history, so. <laughs> <laughs> I gave up all fast food and soda for over a year and then met my wife who's obsessed <laughs> with Taco Bell. And I'm like an all-in, all-out kind of person. And I was like realizing, I was like, wow, I haven't had fast food for over a year. Yeah. Then when I went to Taco Bell with Aaron, I was like, frick, here it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm diving in head first. Um, but no, so often in the new year, we all set goals for our life. And a lot of times these goals can kind of feel a little arbitrary. It's like, oh, maybe this year I want to lose a little weight or I want to skydive or do something yeah. like that. But I think to really have an amazing year and ultimately have uh, a big picture like vision for your entire life, we want to take this first podcast for the next couple minutes and talk about the importance of having a vision for your life, maybe oversetting some temporary goals for your life. Mm -hmm. Proverbs 29, 18, sorry, says this, where there's no prophetic vision, people cast off restraint, or the actual more literal translation is where there's no vision, people become discouraged. Mm -hmm. And so we want to talk about the importance of having vision for your life, maybe oversetting temporary goals. And so I kind of want to throw it out there. In your all's mind, when you hear the word vision, like verse goals, what comes to your mind? As a listener, if if I'm initially hearing this, I'm like, well, isn't vision just kind of like all my goals put together? But how would you differentiate what a vision is to somebody versus just setting a couple of goals for your life? Yeah, I think for me with with vision, I think normally like vision is something that like I pray for. Vision is like an an overall um thing and I I don't know that I've ever like prayed for God to give me goals. Like I feel like goals are more so like things that I want to accomplish versus like a vision for my life <clears throat> is something that maybe um is more overarching and t- I seek out more um through prayer. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that, that vision is like what you want to do, who you want to be, and goals is how I'm going to get there. Yeah. So it's kind of like um, vision and strategy. Like vision, I have this big vision for my organization. Strategy is how I'm going to like the hills that I'm going to pick, and then execution is how I'm going to like tactically go after those kind of things. So I, I yeah. think that there's like a level of like having some vision, also having some strategy and then tactically how we're going to do it. So, like, this yeah. is my overall vision for my life. 
these are like the strategies of like the hills that I want to take this year. And then here's tactically how I'm going to do it. Yeah. So it kind of helps break it down a little bit. Cause if it's just like, here's my goals, um, then, then, then I think that sometimes those fall by the wayside because there's not really strong vision. Like, yeah. like you said, where there's no vision, people cast off restraints. So there's no, there's no boundaries. You, you kind of do what you want to do when you want to do it. So if there's not really clear vision, then I think that, um, that, that goals would kind of fall by the wayside. Yeah, I think for me, and I know this sounds cheesy because it's the new year and people always talk about or think like fitness and how they want to get in shape. To me, a goal would be to lose 10 pounds. A vision would be I want to be fit and able to play with my kids and have a, have a certain maybe level of body right. fat percentage for the rest of my life. I want to live a fit and healthy life. So if you have a goal of losing 10 pounds, that's great. But when you have a vision of being a healthy and fit person, you kind of filter all of your decisions through this, right. this lens of what would a fit and healthy person do? Yeah. A goal to lose 10 pounds would be, okay, I'm going to hit the treadmill for a month and maybe eat some salads and check that box. A vision to be a healthy person is I'm going to filter all of my decisions through a lens of what would a fit and healthy person do kind of do. And so in my mind, vision, kind of like what Andrew and Milana were saying, is sort of this big picture, overarching idea of who you want to be. Right. And goals are something that you hope to achieve that hopefully lend itself to accomplishing your vision yeah, um, good. within your life. And so I think we've got just a few quick points that will help you form a vision for your life in 2022 and then set goals that will help you get closer to your vision. And the th first thing I want to talk about is simply this. I think if we're going to have vision for our life that, that gives us the opportunity to set goals big picture is we have to start changing our thinking and perspective to more big picture. Yeah, I think so often in a new year, it's like, what do I want to accomplish this year? But I, I think the saying is we always overestimate what we can do in a year and underestimate what we can do in 10. Yeah. And yeah. so for somebody who's listening to this, what are some practical tools or maybe even just some practical resources or mindsets to maybe start shifting into big picture style thinking? Yeah, I, I think that uh, you ever heard about like the five whys? Uh, no. It's, it's basically like you have – you have a, a problem and then like you ask why five times and then it usually gets to like the source of it. And I think that if if your goal is like, I want to, let's say weight, because weight is just the easiest one to go to. Like I want to lose 25 pounds this year. Okay, why? Well, because I, I, I'm, I just, I feel unhealthy, but why? And you kind of start like trickling down a little bit. And then all of a sudden, like you start taking an honest assessment, honest inventory of like, okay, there's probably a deeper reason to like why I feel like this is like something that I really need to tackle. So I think that sometimes it's tough for us to just create this really big vision. So sometimes you can look at like the issues of your life or the problems of your life or the things that like I'm struggling with, or my, my goal this year is to like not allow any toxic relationships into my life. Well, why? Because it's taken, because I've had so many bad relationships. Well, why, 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 you know, so kind yeah. of, um, so I think that would be my encouragement is like, okay, what are the things that you want to change in your life that you really find yourself struggling with? Um, and then start really like taking an honest assessment of like, of, 
of why that does affect you and why you think that it would be very important for you to, to work that, that issue out in your life. Yeah, because big picture thinking, like you said, like a lot of us would be like, okay, no more toxic relationships. But big picture thinking gets you to the root of why do I find myself in, in, yeah. in this in the first place? Right. And so when you can kind of start shifting your perspective from the I want to accomplish this this month or this year to who do I want to be, mm-hmm. I think that's how that's when vision starts and that's when goals start to fall in line to help support that vision. Because your goals might yeah. change. Yeah, if you absolutely. do that, you might be like, oh, actually what I need to do is I need to like work on this aspect yeah. of of myself because this is actually the reason why I find myself always going back to these things all the time. Yeah. yeah. Milana, for you, like big picture thinking, how do you start to shift your perspective to think from goals to bigger picture vision? Yeah, I think sometimes we can, I know I, I have done this, that we can set goals for ourselves um, that maybe support a vision for our life that's super um, almost self-made. Sometimes I remember, for example, when I was 18 years old, I was going to college and I was like, okay, I'm going to major in engineering because I'm good at math and science. And then I'll make my goal is to make lots of money. And so my vision for my life was like, I, w- I want to do this so that I can. <laughs> it was sort of this misconstrued vision. And my goal to get there was like, okay, I'm going to be an engineer. And then my goal was I'll make a ton of money and then I'll have all these things. And so I think sometimes we can get in the habit of making these goals for our life that maybe aren't um, what best supports like God's vision for our life. So I think practically taking a look at, like you said, like starting with vision and then making goals and making sure that the goals are supporting the vision, that they're supporting the five steps of why of like, okay, well, maybe my vision doesn't line up with like what maybe God's vision for my life is. So maybe these goals need to be sort of readjusted Um, because I I definitely experienced that as a as a young young adult. Yeah. And would you say that you start to tap into God's vision through your life? How? Through reading your Bible, through prayer? How did that flesh out practically for you? Yeah, it was definitely through prayer. I think I took a hard look at my life and I was like, God, what how have you designed me? And I was like, I'm super relational. And I was headed into a career where I would work in a lab by myself all the time. And then I was like, I just want to help people. And so I think just leaning into and praying like, God, how, how have you designed me? What it is through what you've given me? What do you want for my life and how do you want me to use it? So I think it was definitely lots of prayer, taking, <laughs> taking a hard look at maybe some practical things about the way that I – I am and the way that God has made me to be. And that definitely helped me set goals that I felt like aligned with, with God's overall vision for my life. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. I think, yeah. So the first step in having a vision for your life is just maybe start changing the way you think and start to gain a little perspective and think a little more big picture. I think the second thing, and I think this is really important, um, is there's a verse in the Bible, Zechariah 4.10, that says, Do not despise small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see work begin. Mm -hmm. I think the second thing when it comes to having a vision over your life where you can set goals to support that is don't despise the day of small beginning. I think so often we feel like a vision means having our life planned or figured out. Mm -hmm. And I think a vision isn't having our life figured out but knowing who we want to be. And so often that starts with the small day-to-day choices that mm. accumulate over right. time. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's why so many people fall off the whole like New Year's resolution bandwagon. Mm-hmm. 
It's because we have this goal to lose 25 pounds, but after the first workout, we haven't lost 25 pounds yet. Right. We've lost a quarter of a pound. And we're like, what the heck? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so for somebody that's listening, don't despise the day of small beginnings. How would you encourage somebody? It's like, you know what? When you've got a vision for your life, this is accumulating interest. This is time. This is like time compacted that is going to make you the person. It's not going to happen in a week or in a month yeah. or even a year. So for somebody that's like, you know what? I'm going to have a vision for my life. I'm going to be a different person and I'm going to set goals this year to support that. How would you advise them when the time comes? Because it'll happen to all of us where we start to get discouraged because we're not where we hoped we would be yet. Right. Yeah, I think to, to your point, I think that, that daily wins and weekly wins are really important. You know, I think with goals, oftentimes we, if we have a great motivation or great incentive to accomplish the goal, then, then usually that, that's like when we'll, we'll usually get it done. So like if you're going on like a vacation and you're like, yo, I got like – three weeks to get my body right because I'm going to be yeah. on the beach with like all my friends and I'm not going to be the chubby checker out there. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, no. so like, you know, you have like this great incentive yeah, um, where you get this like hit of dopamine when you like accomplish your goal. And I think that for, for us, like I think that we have to have some daily like setups, some daily wins or some weekly wins where we kind of get that hit of dopamine where I'm, I'm working towards the thing that like I want to accomplish um so i know for me like i've really tried to to do that um where i literally like even like going through like the bible in a year right now i get to like every single day i get to like click that little, that little like, button yeah. that i like finish that passage or finish that verse so so kind of like what is it that you're trying to accomplish but what are some some daily wins or some weekly wins for you where you kind of get like that we want that like that pleasure seeking that hit of dopamine where yeah. like I'm, I'm working towards something but I heard someone say once, like, if you don't set up daily or weekly wins and and you're waiting for that, like, you finally achieve that goal and you get that one shot of, like, that dopamine, like, there's not, there's not that much of an incentive. Yeah. But if every day I'm working towards something, so, like, I have a – if for you it's trying to get healthy, well, you have, like, a board at your house and you get to, like – every day you work out, you get to check off something or yeah. you get to – you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, absolutely. So I think those kind of things like keep you motivated. There's an incentive. You get to see it. Um, I think that we're really bad about like scribing things and, and writing things down of like our, our wins and how we're accomplishing things. So that for me has been a really big as I've really set my goals um, of, of having some like daily or weekly wins. Yeah. Yeah. I love that verse um, in Zechariah because I think oftentimes – Connor, you mentioned this with <laughs> your wife and Taco Bell, but my husband and I are the same way. We are like black and white people. Like we are either all in one way or all in another way. Like we will swing the pendulum. Um, and I think there is, it's like classic. Like we talk about this all the time with leadership at church, but like small but attainable goals. I think, I don't know. I just to see that like written biblically, I'm like, it's so true because like if I want to set a goal to like wake up an hour earlier I, Josh Kinger actually said this the other day, someone on staff. So shout out, Josh, quoting you on the podcast. But he's like, start 15 minutes earlier. If you normally wake up at 7.30, wake up at 7.15. Mm-hmm. Because I've been there. I'm like, I'm going to wake up at 5.30. I'm going to get in my word. I'm going to walk the dog. I'm going to like all <laughs> yeah. this stuff. And then my alarm goes off and I'm like, oh, I'll sleep for <laughs> yeah, another hour. Sure. So I think it is just like, don't 
don't try to swing the pendulum so much. Like there is just a something in in our human nature and the way that we're designed to just start out small mm-hmm. and then slowly grow and see what God can do. Yeah. Looking back. So that's that book, Atomic Habits. If, oh, you if love any, that book. I yeah. started that book. I need to finish it. It was good, and I think we either had Ezra or something when I was reading it, yeah. and I was like, I'm yeah. not asleep. Habits <laughs> going out the window. But that, <laughs> yeah. that, that is a really great book, Atomic Habits. Habits. You can get – there's like a journal that goes with it too, um, but it's it's all about that of like how to like daily set yourself up to yeah. to win and to achieve the things that you, you want to accomplish. Yeah, that's awesome. So 2022 – have a vision for your life, and then set your goals for this year to support that vision. And how to do that is change your perspective. Start to think big picture. Don't despise the day of small beginnings. Listen, everybody starts somewhere. Find ways to affirm these small steps that you're taking as you change not just who you are in 2022, but potentially the person you want to become for the rest of your life. And I think the final little point as we as we talk about vision over your life is this. Impatience is the enemy of vision. Habakkuk mm-hmm. 2, 2 through 3, it says this. It says, write your vision down and make it plain. Andrew was talking about that. So that he may run who reads it. But the, And that's the part that gets a lot of emphasis. And it's good because it's basically talking about be clear about the vision for your life. Right. But it says this. For still the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the end and it will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. And I think that is the biggest problem. I know at least for me when I have this vision for my life is, man, my impatience is the first thing that will lead me to just check out of the vision that I have for my life. So for somebody who's trying to think bigger – who understands and is going to embrace the small beginnings and the daily wins, how do we have that patience to wait on the big picture changes that God wants, the vision of who we're becoming for our life? How do we not grow impatient and just get back into a toxic relationship or throw our health and fitness out the window or maybe our our spiritual growth or spiritual maturity, we just cash that out? How do we stay the course for the long game? Yeah, I think for especially in our society today, I feel like we're such an instant gratification like culture. Like we can have like if I want McDonald's right now, I can hop on my phone and I can DoorDash McDonald's. Yeah, you can literally have it delivered. You don't even have to drive there. (laughs) And like with that too, it's (laughs) good. It's a company too. It's just constant like comparison. So I think it's like the perfect recipe for like. Are an impatient people to just become even more <laughs> impatient, yeah. and I feel like patience, man. It's it's a fruit of the spirit. I feel like Jake and I are both really impatient people just by nature, yeah. and I think that's one reason we're both so like all in or all out. Um, and I think, man, there really just is a, a point to like leaning into um, the Holy Spirit and like praying and trusting the process and trusting um, that it's laid out for us in scripture that there are good things that come when you are just patient and slow working. I can think about goals that I had and dreams that I had even here at Red Rocks, like looking at the production booth and being like, Oh, I want to do that. I want to do it like so bad. Nerd. (laughs) (laughs) I know for real, like looking at the computer is like, Oh, cool. Um, (laughs) But just trusting and just slowly like 
setting goals and what day by day just trusting God's vision and making small decisions and choices to like learn and grow step by step and then now looking back and seeing like God you like it was yeah. small and it it took a few years but now I'm here living in a goal that I had so I think there awesome. yeah it's just daily like leaning into um allowing the Lord to like bring you patience and come alongside you in that journey. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, uh, I think that we're afraid to have like really large vision for our entire life. And I, I think that there's something really powerful and profound to, to, to have some like vision for your entire life of like who God has made you to be, what, what God wants you to accomplish. Um, I think I've told you guys this before, but I, I was trying to do like I feel like I got a little confused this year on life, and so I I found this life plan, <laughs> uh, and so I, so I did this like life plan. I went through it on my own. Like some people pay people like thousands of dollars, but I found this one. I just went through it on my own. Um, but you know, he he makes you start off by like this guy like takes you through it by writing your obituary. Yeah, it's just really like morbid. Oh my goodness. Yeah, but he talks about a eulogy, and a eulogy is a defense of someone's life. Huh. And and he talks about like when when you give a eulogy for someone, you're defending their life of how their life mattered to this world. Um, and that like really kind of shook me of like when someone's defending your life by giving your eulogy, how how would you want them to defend your life? Yeah. And then he has you write this obituary, and he he makes you think through like what's like the picture of your life in like thirty or forty. He makes you pick a date, and I'm like, wait, am I gonna die on that day? <laughs> Thirty eight. <laughs> but literally, my. <laughs> My yeah, <laughs> my luckier not number, but my picture for my life was, I think it's like when I'm like 68, I'm sitting on a back porch, have this all this land behind me, and I'm cooking for my family, and all my like grandkids are like playing with all like with my kids, and you know it's like yeah, and and so I like you write this thing, and then and he's like, what would you, what do you want to do in your life that if you told people that they would probably laugh at you. And I literally wrote down this line of who I want to be and what I want to do. And I'm like, if I told people, they'd probably be like, yeah, right, that ain't happening. But you do that, and then he helps you break it down to a 10-year. Okay, what does your life have to look like in 10 years to be that? Okay, what about in five years? Then you break it down to one year, and then we broke it down to a day. Oh, wow. And so, like, probably four or five days a week, I take out my life plan, and I look at my one year, and I read my five year, and I read my 10-year, and I read my obituary. And it has created this, like, Overall, this overarching that's allowed me to be patient. Yeah. Like, okay. What I want to be, like, I, that's like the end of my life. I got a mm-hmm. long time to yeah. get yeah. there. So I'm going to, like, take my time and be patient. So it's been, like, really, really cool. It's actually helped me get in the gym way more. It's helped me eat healthier. It's helped me get in the word more. Because I'm like, man, if if my calling on the on my life that I believe God has put on my life is far too great for me not to get up early in the morning and do the things that I know that God's called me to yeah. do. So. So having like a much more grand vision mm-hmm. of my life and of like, what do I want that picture of my life to look like when I'm sitting on my back porch one day? Mm-hmm. Okay, what are the steps I need to take with my family, with my wife? Yeah, that's good. What? So it's, it's been like really cool for me. So it's actually perfect because a few months ago I did that and it's changed everything for my life over the past like five to six months. That's, that's awesome. So cool, yeah. So yeah, so yes, I think that your one-year vision should be broken up because of your five-year or your yeah. ten year, or your, um, what do you want your health to look like in ten years? Okay, great. So, what steps you need to take now? Yeah, to get to there. So, yeah, 
That's awesome. I, I sorry, I just monologued for four. No, minutes. no, no. That's great. <laughs> I think I think when it comes to me with impatience, I heard a pastor say, whenever they take a job or think about taking a job or do something different in their ministry, they always think think through the perspective of five years. Yeah. If I say yes to this, I'm going to commit five years to this. Yeah. And I think that that just gives us a greater, like, bigger picture perspective of, hey, the results that I'm looking for will come if yeah. I'm faithful to commit to yeah, them long term. Absolutely. And so we are, as you can tell, the music is playing. Yeah, <laughs> they can hear it. We're wrapping up. We're wrapping up our, our uh, first podcast of 2022. Um, and... Like I said, every week in January, we are going to bring you a new podcast to help you kick off this year right. And so the first one, I believe, not only in welcoming a new team member, Milana Bakken, not only having an old soul, an OG back on the podcast. <laughs> no, the old guy in the, the room. The old guy. The, the old 60-plus <laughs> pound <laughs> bald guy in the room. No, with fire things to say, with, with a renewed passion yes! and vision for the podcast. <laughs> I feel good, man. We just think it's so important for you guys to have vision for your life. And we think if you can start to think big picture and have vision, then all the goals you set up this year are going to help push you towards the person not only you want to be, but ultimately that God has for you to be Amen. as well. So, hey, we hope that this year is literally the best year of your life, and we are going to commit to helping you make it that. We're going to have some amazing interviews on the podcast this year. We're going to have some incredible guests. We're going to have some incredible little mini-series, conversations, some question and answers, all this different stuff. If if you're just dipping your toe into the Young Adult Podcast, get ready to dive in in 2022. This is the year of the podcast. We're coming for you, baby. We're coming. Watch out. (laughs) We're coming. (laughs) hey andrew pray us out all right yes uh lord i thank you so much for everyone that's listening uh lord just kind of like i said i i pray that that people this year as they look at their life they would say my calling is too great um to not do the things that i know that god is calling me to do man when we have that in our mindset it it helps us get out of bed It, it encourages us to get in the word doesn't condemn us to do these things or make us feel bad but just knowing that what you have for us the relationships that you have for us the life the career the impact that you have for us um man if we have that kind of vision set up in in our lives it it makes it much easier to accomplish the things that we want to accomplish so uh lord i pray that people after this podcast would take like five minutes to say god like what do you what do you want for my life like when i'm 60s 70s 80s on my deathbed one day like how, how do how have I wished that my life would have looked? Like, how do I wish I would have fought for relationships in my life? Or what what, what would I have really been more important at that time in my life? Would have been like the money and the status and the whatever, or been like the relationships and the impact that I made for the kingdom of God? Because ultimately, Lord, that's what we're going to want. So, God, we just love you. We trust you. I pray that you be with them this year as they go forth, or whether this be the most difficult year of their life. And some people listening to this will be the most difficult year of their life. But, Lord, I believe that you can give great perspective this year in the midst of that. Lord, that you can give a great um, attitude, great heart in the midst of that, Lord. So, God, we love you. We trust you. Oh, it's your name. Amen. 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 Hey, thank you for tuning in to the Young Adult Podcast. 
We are a ministry of Red Rocks Church. And so if you're in the Denver location, if you're in the Denver area, Littleton, Arvada, Lakewood, Park Meadows, whatever, get to a service on a Sunday. We'd love to see you on a Sunday. You can go to redrockschurch.com for all that information. And we specifically are the young adult ministry of Red Rocks. We are the college to young professional age. And you can find us at redrocksya.com or follow us on our social, which is Milana. At Red Rocks YA. At Red Rocks YA. Give us a follow and hey, subscribe to the podcast. So thank you so much for tuning in. If you think this would be help to anybody you know, give it a share. And for everybody listening, for our 28,000 plus listeners, for those people in Spain, those people in Morocco, those people in South Africa, we're international, baby. Oh, we're international. (laughs) Hey, we love you. Thank you for being a part of the YA family. We will see you again next week. Peace out. Bye. Bye.